0: What is up, boys and girls? It is time for another Campfire Storytime. It's long overdue time for another Campfire Storytime. And this is an actual Campfire. I'm not going to surprise you with an episode like I did last time. This is just me talking, so if you don't dig the Gabby Gabby Rich thing, then, eh, you know, whatever. Leave this one alone. But if you do kind of want to hear from me, um, I'm going to be talking about basically what i've been doing for the last year which is a crap ton of stuff um most of it fun some of it not so fun but the good part is i'm not going to talk about any of that crap So, what have I been up to? Well, mostly the biggest thing that I've been doing for the last year is uh, I've been doing a lot of community theater. I kind of alluded to that last time before I went into the episode. But I just want to talk about what I've been doing to kind of really get into the theater community, as it were. Uh, About uh, a little over a year ago, I just got a wild hair and I said, you know what, I'm going to audition for a play. And I got in and it was one of the coolest things i've ever done if you are if you're into acting at all and you haven't done community theater check it out because it's it's a lot of fun i've met more people in the last year than i've probably met in the last 15 years most likely and they're all really cool people and they all i get along with them we get each other and it's it's been a lot of fun to do that and and i've also been kind of branching out a little bit I've been doing some sound design for them, you know, collecting sound effects and uh, mixing little, you know, CDs so that they can have a sound effect. So if, you know, there's a train going by, they you push a button and toot-toot, and I go, yeah, I did that. My name is in the program. Look, there I am. See, look, look at my smiling face. So I've been doing that. I'm actually, a very cool thing is the, the guy that directed that first play that I was in, his mm-hmm. name is Kevin Costello. And he is the drama director for My Old High School. And one of the first plays I was in, the first musical I was in, was Hello Dolly. And this was in like 1990 ish. And they're doing Hello Dolly again, you know, 20 years later. 25 years later? My God, I'm old. But anyway, I'm going to be doing the sound effects for that show. So it's like full circle. I've. I've been involved in the last two productions of Hello Dolly at my high school, which it's going to be cool. So, yeah, theater, I've been in two plays and two musicals in the last year. And not a single one of them I have done with my actual voice. I think I had one line with my actual voice, and it was in the middle of a song. But I played a Scottish policeman, and then in the first musical I was in, I played like five or six guys because, you know, that's my thing. I was um, a cop, a reporter, a concerned parent, um, you know, a bartender, uh, a doctor. I was a bunch of stuff, little tiny bit parts. And uh, I got to sing a little bit, which is fun. I I learned to do it back in high school. Hello, Dolly. And uh, so I got to do a little bit of that, and that was fun. And then I got cast in The Sound of Music. Now, Sound of Music was my mom's favorite show ever one of her favorite movies she didn't really care for musicals but if she had to pick one that was it and so I said oh god dude I gotta be in this play just for mom and so I auditioned and I got it I got the part of the Nazi admiral and I had about five lines like three quarters of the way through the show so I'm sitting backstage for like two hours doing nothing then I go out there and I go Sieg Heil and then I'm done but I was in the Sound of Music, and that was great. And I also did a little bit of sound design for that, too. So I, I recorded some dialogue from the actors and, you know, mixed it all in the CD and blah, blah, blah. We actually are up for an award for the sound design. I'm not credited. I just kind of helped. Um, but, you know, I helped a lot. So there's an award for that. And then... Yeah, okay, so the last one that I did is called The 39 Steps. And I don't know if you ever heard of this. It was a Hitchcock movie in the 30s. It was like a spy story. And what they did was they took this spy story, which was a legitimate Hitchcockian spy story, and they turned it into a comedy with like 150 characters, but there's only four actors in the show. So you've got your main guy playing the main guy. You've got the main lady playing three ladies. And then you've got two other guys that are playing all the other parts. And that was me. I was one of those guys. And it was awesome! <laughs> there were a lot of, a lot of Key's Quest characters actually appeared in that production. Um, Elgvir was all the cops. Sorus was actually the main villain. And, um, oh, I think, I th- yeah, uh, the narrator, narratorius MacGuffin, played um, a Scotland Yard inspector. And so I already had these characters in my brain. All I had to do was channel them out in front of, like, 500 people. And it was great. It was a lot of fun. I had to change costumes, like, literally walk off stage, and you have, like, three ladies standing there. And they just go whoosh and undressed me and whoosh, dressed me back up again and pushed me back on stage. And it it took, like... 5 seconds for this process. It was like Jarvis from Iron Man, you know, he just kind of stretches his arms out and he just the suit comes off and and he's back in his, you know, tuxedo or whatever. That was me. Backstage. It was really cool. But that that play was a lot of fun. I got nominated for an award for that. And that's going to be in August, early August. I'm going to find out if I got that. And it's just a little plaque. It's not, you know, going to be in the paper or anything. But um, you know, it's fun to be recognized. Like the Parsec Award, that's a really nice trophy, and I enjoy that. Maybe I'll go for another one someday if I can actually make some episodes. I'll actually go for that again, and and I will be making more episodes and more on that later, just to keep baiting the hook, baiting the hook. So anyway, another thing that I've been doing with a little bit of frequency over the last year is I finally went to Disneyland. After about 20 years, I went on um, grad night in 1991. It was the last time I was at Disneyland. And then years passed and all this stuff happened. And I finally went back ooh, July of last year. You know, so it was about a year ago. And um, that trip was cut a little short. And so I went again, I uh, want to say December-ish. And we, we spent like three days there. And it was awesome. It was so cool. I just... I don't know how many of you are in California... and how many of you even care about Disneyland. But Disneyland... I mean, back from my childhood... that place has been awesome. And I just kind of like... forgot about it for a while. I just didn't really think about it. And then I went back there... and so much stuff came flooding back. Like this, there's this one spot where my mom and I sat. This little bench next to the submarines. And I sat on that bench again. It was really cool. And then I went with my daughter... And my daughter and I picked out our little spot in Disneyland that was just ours and no one else knew about. And so we would just go to that spot. If she happens to go there without me or I happen to go there without her, we'll go to that spot and we'll think of each other. And it's just really cool. It's Disneyland. It's awesome. The food though is expensive, man. It's like 30 bucks for like a little chicken nugget sized steak. It's, yeah, it's It's all right. And the food's all right. But you know, when there's nothing else to eat, you kind of got to buy a $30 McNugget, but the, the ambiance is wonderful, like the Blue Bayou, it's like inside the Pirates of the Caribbean, so you're sitting there eating, and like the little boats from the Pirates of the Caribbean are going by, and you know, the fireflies are dancing around, and it's, it's really cool, Disneyland is awesome, and then the shopping, oh god, the shopping, a lot of shopping to be done, and yet to do, um, my little annual pass thingy expires in, like, two weeks, and I'm not going to get a chance to go back, but I'm going to have to renew it eventually. These things are expensive, man. They're, like, 700 bucks. (laughs) But I try not to think about it. And I'm told there's a monthly payment option, which might help a lot. But, yeah, Disneyland is awesome. I've, like, totally regained the Disney bug, and I'm, like, wearing Mickey Mouse shirts all the time because I'm, like, you know, jazzed about it. So back into the audio drama realm as you know i've been working with colonial radio theater for a little while a couple of years maybe a year or two something like that and last year i did agent 13 which i told you about which was fun and this latest one however is pretty damn good it's uh i don't know if you like zombies or not because it's like one of those things where you either love them or you hate them But if you happen to be one of the ones that love them, check this thing out. It's called Dead Ahead by Colonial Radio Theater. It's not released yet. It will probably be released within the next week or two. Uh, It just got sent to the publisher yesterday, so it's hot off the presses. And uh, it's about these... um, They're on a fishing boat when the zombie apocalypse strikes. And the authorities say you can't go to shore... We have to contain the whatever, you know, keep your people offshore. But they need to go get food and supplies and stuff. So, of course, they go on shore and raids and stuff like that. Like, you know, zombie apocalypse people do. And um, so I mix that. I'm also in it a couple of times acting. Zapatos makes an appearance very early in the show, um, very briefly. And later, uh, I'm in it too. <laughs> I, I play someone else, which, see, I, I can't really tell you who I'm playing, because then it's spoilers. But uh, And I have a few lines at the beginning and a few lines at the end, but the big thing is that I mix the whole thing. And, you know, Agent 13 at the time was the most complex and cool thing that I had done. This one is better, I think, quite a bit better. I think it's more accessible to people. I think people will like it more just because zombie mania is out there. And uh, it's a couple hours long. It doesn't cost that much. I think it's like five bucks. So if you like it and you want to hear my work, check that out. I'm going to play for you the trailer for Dead Ahead. And Zapatos is in the trailer. That's a special gift just for you. So you listen to it, and I hope you like what you hear, and I hope you pick it up in August-ish. Here it is. Coming soon from the Colonial Radio Theater on the air. To whomever should find this journal, I'm the captain and
1: leader of the survivors of this vessel. I used to take people out sports fishing, but that was before the jaws of hell ripped wide open and ate most of humanity for breakfast.
0: Total chaos is erupted in the streets. There are widespread reports of people going mad. Attacking and eating anyone they see.
1: Ooh, someone's idea of a joke? Someone's playing another war of the world's past. We wander the seas almost half asleep, exhausted, searching for a friendly port that somehow escaped the nightmare. When did an army boat sneak up behind us? Take your vessel and passengers offshore to a distance of no less than five miles. Attempt to return and you will be shot. Your boat sunk. Understood? Anything could happen. And you know I mean anything. We've got rations for maybe a
0: week. What we need... Wait.
1: Do you hear that?
0: What? Something. In the water. They're climbing into the boats!
1: They're coming up on starboard! I see them! How are they still walking? Doesn't matter anyway. we are already in hell attempt to leave your homes. As of now, we're no longer passengers and crew. You're all crew, and you're gonna do as you're told. I think we should take a boat.
0: Do not allow anyone into your homes.
1: This is my ship, and I'm not risking it or our lives on chances. If a family member is bitten, do not allow them into your homes. We talked about this! We talked about this! No one bit makes it back on board! Do you remember? I remember! I remember! I couldn't do it! What about our families? Someone has to know something. Be able to help us. Maybe they've found a cure. There is no cure. The death of civilization hit everyone differently. My job was to keep them all together. The only thing to remember about attacking them is... Aim for the head! head. Do you find it particularly funny that we're dead in the water? I take solace in the fact that we have the luxury to laugh at the fact that we're dead in the water. <laughs> dead in the water ain't dead yet. Excuse me, Captain. You need to come on deck and see this... Is that a boat? Holy. It's more than a boat. It's a luxury liner, Jack. A cruise ship. It's a motherload Titanic of supplies and... Salvation looking us straight between the eyes. We make the move to this cruiser and we ain't never going to worry about food, water, entertainment again. Before this plague, nothing that died it didn't stay dead. Now. Now. Oh, how I'd love to hear them scream. We got company coming out a wedged open door. Come on, Emil. We can't let the others have all the fun upstairs. Can you believe how many there are? I am ready to add you to the count if you don't move it. We got company off the starboard bow. Who is it? No one we know, but I can tell you, no one we want to play with either. What do they want? Same thing as we do, I'm betting. Open fire! Behind us! Close the house!
0: Don't worry so much, buddy. You and the others will stay alive as long as we do.
1: That's actually not very comforting. Captain's gonna be the death of us all. If you don't like it, you've got just over a mile to shore. Start swimming. You'll have plenty of company in the water.
0: And when the time comes, where you kill me too, Jack? When it's someone you don't hate? Someone you give a damn for? You're gonna kill them too? Yes. <laughs> Dead Ahead Starring Joseph Zamparelli, Shana Dirick, Alan Mayo, and the Colonial Radio Players Dramatized for audio by Jack J. Ward From the comic book by Mel Smith and Clark Castillo Executive producer Mark Vanderberg Music by Jeffrey Gage Produced by Rich Matheson Directed by Jerry Robbins Private bathroom
1: Tonight. Jack! <laughs> hell. Oh, <shit. laughs> oh. Got the jitters,
0: Chief Shut up a Colonial Radio Theater release. So that was the trailer for Dead Ahead, available soon from Colonial Radio Theater, on the air. Done by me. So, gaming. I haven't been very eclectic in my gaming lately Um, I did the whole Call of Duty thing every Call of Duty that comes out I buy it and I buy the season pass and I buy another copy for my son and a season pass for him and we play for maybe a month and he gets bored and he goes off and does other things and I'm stuck with $150 worth of game that I don't play either so and then I replayed let's see what did I replay I replayed both of the Starcrafts In preparation for StarCraft 2.3, which is coming out probably next year, I thought, oh, yeah, by the time I'm done playing the story mode, you know, it'll be out. No, no, it's not out. It's not going to be out for a while. So I'll just have to replay the whole thing again. I did it in, like, a week off and on. And then I replayed some other damn thing. Oh, I replayed the Deuce Xs because Deuce X 4... Well, it's Okay, De- uh, deus ex is what it's called. I know how it's pronounced. It's pronounced deus ex. I just call it deus ex because it's one less syllable. It's easier for me, but I just call it deus ex. So if I refer to it as deus ex, don't email me. You know it's pronounced deus, you moron. I know how it's pronounced, but it's it's easier to just say deus ex. So there we go. Drop a deuce. X boom got it see okay so i replayed uh deus ex uh, human revolution and the expansion which was uh missing link played both of those because i saw the trailer for deus ex humanity in crisis or world domination something i don't know what it's called but it's the new deus ex deus thing and it got me very excited, and I went, ooh, ooh, ooh. And so I played both of those, and of course, you know, the sequel's not going to be out for another year and a half. So I'll have to replay it again. But those are cool games. My favorite game in the history of mankind was the original Deus Ex, and it was awesome. It's still awesome. I don't even know if my computer would handle it. It'd be like handling DOS. It's like, what the hell are you putting into me? Get away. I don't know, Uh, but I I probably still remember all the passwords, all the hidey holes, all the secret places. God, I played that game all the way through so many times. I I finished it with, there were three or four endings, and I finished it every way like four times each. I love that game so much. The sequel, not so much. Human Revolution was really good, but still didn't recapture that je ne sais quoi that was in the first one. But it's still really fun to revisit that universe from time to time. So I replayed those. And now I've been playing Elite Dangerous, which, you know, they've got Star Citizen. I've always been a fan of Wing Commander. Wing Commander was one of my favorite games forever. And there hasn't been a space fighter simulator in a decade. So they're talking about Star Citizen. Ooh, yeah. And then No Man's Sky, which I don't know anything about, but I hear it's awesome. But right now, you can play Elite Dangerous. And so I said, oh, I'll just get that. And I'll just kind of get back into the groove of things. And so I got the joystick throttle hot set up. And it's, um, it's fun. I like the game. It's good. It's not incredibly awesome like wing commander was but it's fun it's like going back home again kind of like Disneyland it's like oh god yeah and so all the moves are really good and I do this and apply reverse thrust and do my lateral thrusters and spin around to blast the guy and it's fun I I enjoy it so I've been doing that and it's an MMO which I am fundamentally against MMOs but it's not really an MMO because you only run into a player once in a while either because the universe is so vast or because no one's playing it. I don't know which, and I don't really care. If a guy comes up against me, I'll I'll take that bitch down, because I'm pretty damn good at the game. So I've been playing that, and I also just recently picked up 75% off Alien Isolation, and um, that game is pretty damn cool. Frustrating as hell, but pretty damn cool. It's all, all of the set pieces are like ripped from the original Alien movie and all the sound effects and stuff. So it's it's really nostalgic. And once I'm done with this game, once it's all over, I'm going to go back and I'm going to watch the original Alien and it's going to be like, oh yeah, cool. Again, just like going back home again. It's it, I'm a very nostalgic guy. I like it. So that's my gaming experience for the last little while. And now for the question you're all asking, what the hell... Has happened to Keeks Quest? Well, busyness the aforementioned um, dead ahead, has sucked up a lot of my time. And by the time I'm done doing that, I'm so exhausted with mixing that I can't even really think about it for a while. I need to sleep on it and start around the next day. And um, I'm hoping to get a new keeks Quest out by August. Maybe, probably not... Probably not by the end of July, because I still have to write the thing. I wrote some pages, and I didn't like them at all. I need to completely rethink where I was going, because they weren't funny. And I'd and, and really prefer not to send out something that's not funny. If I don't think it's funny, you're sure as so hell probably not going to think it's funny. So I need to work on it a little bit more. I need to actually write it on my computer and not my laptop, because I, I got this laptop, in theory when I was doing Sound of Music and I had all that spare time in the back I got a laptop and I said, yeah, I'm going to write some KeysQuest and I just couldn't do it the little keys are so stupid and they're flat and dumb and they're hard to type on and I, I just couldn't make it happen I can mix on it in a pinch but um, writing not so much so that didn't work but at least now I have a laptop and I can, you know, watch Netflix while I'm cleaning the kitchen or some damn thing I'll justify it somehow Um, can't do much else on it it doesn't have a graphics card so it's nasty but anyway so I'll need to sit down at my computer and type out some words type out a bunch of words and I will hopefully make them funny words I know kind of where it's going I have like the next episode kind of picked out and I I realized at some point I never had a season finale of season 2 season 2 has been going on for like 3 years And, uh, you know, it's I should have done that. And I didn't because, you know, it's so rare to get an episode out that I I never knew when a good time for a season finale would be. And it, it seemed like between each episode was like a season's width apart anyway. <laughs> so it didn't seem right to say, okay, this is the season finale. Now you have to wait another X month, which you're probably gonna have to anyway. I'm thinking about every three months is my release schedule. That and that's just from looking at the past. It's not like I am planning on a three month schedule. It's I just look back at the dates and I'm like, oh crap, April. Wow, that was a long time ago. That was three months ago. Wow. So maybe it'll be like a quarterly release schedule, and maybe I could stick to that. But I'm also going to try to make them longer, because, you know, I tried the 10-minute episode thing and didn't work. Didn't make them come any faster. And it was just, eh, wasted space, really. I should have compressed those into one big episode and put them out there, but I didn't do that. Yeah, so August-ish. We're shooting for August. I'm shooting for the end of July, but August is a lot more likely than July because it's just I've got like a week to write act and mix the whole thing and technically I could do it I bet you I could do it but I have to make the writing is the hardest part making the writing make sense it it was a lot easier when I just stuck myself in a booth and talked to myself I mean half the work was done and uh, God I'm getting old I don't know if I could do that anymore but maybe I'll try it sometime (laughs) <laughs> Call it like a live episode. Ew. So that's what I have to say about Key's Quest. It's still not over. It's never ogre. Where did that come from? Don't tell me. I know. I got that thing fed to me from the kids for a month. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a good thing. Don't worry about it. I think that just about wraps it up for this episode of Campfire Storytime. And if it's not enough information, I'm going to come back and record some more because it's been a long time and I miss you guys and maybe you miss me too. So hearing me bucket mouth might bring some joy to your day and and that's great. That makes me very happy and I am pleased to oblige you. I just have to think of other things. Oh, that's what I could talk about, but it's boring. Okay. Yeah. So another thing that I've been kind of getting into, not getting into as in I know anything about it, but I have, you know, all these tools lying around and a house that's kind of collapsing around me. And so I've kind of taken to doing a little bit of home improvement here and there. I don't know much about it. If any of you guys know about it and want to give me some tips, that would be great because I'm trying to like reassert my man card. Because my, my dad never taught me how to do stuff. Or if he did, I ignored him because I was a child and ignorant, um, which is vastly more likely. But here I am, 42 years old, and, and I don't know some basic things about putting shit together and, and fixing shit and stuff. I'm, I'm saying bad words. Uh, I'm sorry, kids, if you're listening. Um, stuff. I meant stuff. So, and, and, and where this came from going all the way back to the beginning of the campfire is in theater, when I was doing theater, I would go down there and help them build the set. And so they'd throw a drill in my hand and say, here, you know, screw these bolts into the wood beams and shit. And I go, okay. And it was fun. and It was cool. And I, I said, what's that? I have a drill. I have this. I have that. Ooh, I want a saw like that. So I bought the saw. Ooh, Ooh, I want one of those. And I got those. And so I've got all these tools that I've been gradually learning how to use. And now I'm using them. I'm going to build a like a little table thingy. I built a table for my daughter. It's really ugly. It looks like something out of Borderlands or something. But it works. It's functional and it holds her little drinky and it holds her book. And, you know, it's, it holds stuff up. It's cool. It's I made it with my hands but I'm going to, you know, do something downstairs and I'm going to build a little cook table in the backyard and maybe I'll build a deck. If I have the cojones to do that, I don't think I do. And honestly, lumber is so damn expensive. I don't know if I have the money to do it either, but you know, I have that knowledge. I could do that if, you know, I was so inclined and had free lumber. So anyway, um, yeah, I've been doing a lot of that lately and sawing things and, and it's, remarkably refreshing to do that um and I've been trying to clean out the garage because it's just been a shambles for decades decades and just trying to get some semblance of order in my life and that's why I've been so lax on the recreation is because there's a lot of crap to do around here and a lot of the time I'm just not motivated to do it at all right now I should be cleaning the kitchen. But I'm not, because this was preferable to that. I, I'm just not in the mood. So anyway, that's about all I have to say about stuff for now. Look forward to a new Keeks Quest in the next couple weeks or so. Maybe tonight. Oh, God, I don't have any monsters. Oh, another thing. I've kind of gotten addicted to energy drinks, and I'm probably... My pancreas is probably going to drop out of my body cavity at some point or something. I don't know. But I'm like dangerously addicted to these things, but they're so good. They taste horrible. Don't get me wrong. They're bad and they're bad for you. But they, you know how some people wake up in the morning and they have to have their coffee to get through the day. That's me with energy drinks. Coffee just makes me fart, but energy drinks just kind of woohoo and get me going. and, And I like clean the entire house in an afternoon and that kind of thing. But it's very, very, very bad for you. So kids don't do that. Eventually, I'm gonna to have to go to my doctor and have him do like a liver panel and see what the hell I've done to myself. Um, so that's very bad. What, what was? Why was I saying that? Oh, because I was going to start writing Keeks Quest tonight, and in order to do that, I need to you know drink a monster. That's that's where that came from. Uh, because I'm addicted, and you, you can't, you don't, don't, don't get addicted to things or dependent on things. Just find your own motivation and be a good kid, and stay in school, and don't grow up to be like me, or something, so anyway, yeah, that's all for now, and I will be working on a keys Quest, hopefully tonight, cross your fingers, I don't have any monsters, so it's a crapshoot, we'll see, anyway, I love you guys, I miss you guys, Um, thank you for your emails, which are continuing to roll in, I appreciate that you guys think of me and I know you're just clamoring for more material but it, it makes me feel happy that you guys write in and say hi once in a while so without any further ado I will bring this bad boy to a close and wish you all well and hopefully see you soon love ya, bye